We're back. We're on digital. In stereo. Right around the world. Stereo. Nova.ie. Stereo. The world. Why is that? Stereo. Clickies. Hold on. Hold on. No, what? Is, is that it, click like that? There's a bit of dust in that, I think. Yeah. If I keep clicking it, it'll clean up eventually. Yeah, there we go. It's going. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's okay. broken. I'm getting bored anyway, trying to clean it. Welcome to the podcast. Podcast. Oh, we're going the long version today, are we? The podcast, podcast, podcast. Podcast. I'm surprised this hasn't hit number one in the iTunes charts yet. Well, is it even on iTunes? I'm not <laughs> actually not sure whether it is or not. Either way, it's shite. <laughs> <laughs> Never a, a truer word has been spoken on this here radio programme. Right, we met a lady during the week who we sent to Los Angeles to hang out with you too, as you do. It was a world exclusive for Radio Nova and Amanda Clark was a very very happy winner. She headed off to LA last weekend. I headed off to Manchester. She had way better fun than <laughs> I did. All I saw was a fight yep. and lads weeing on the apron beside an airplane. Jesus. I mean, that's not a good weekend. Uh, also, during the week, we learned the news about uh, Prince Harry getting engaged to the actress Meghan Markle and we wondered about that bit about meeting the in-laws. What, yeah. do, you, what do you say and do when you meet the Queen as your man's granny? Yeah, it's yeah. an odd one, but yeah. we also had fecked up news about poo. All coming up on the podcast. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. You had a, an okay weekend last weekend, Connor, that you were telling us about on Monday or Tuesday. Um, but it started with you going to Old Trafford to see Man U, where the game was. I went to Manchester on Friday evening with my brother uh, going over to see Manchester United against Brighton and Hove Albion, which was dull as ditch water. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... Uh, I you was, always pick the dull games to go to. It appears. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Like in the last three years of going over to Old Trafford, or maybe if it was a four years that we have our season tickets, can't remember. But anyway, in the last three or four years, I have seen a sum total of two goals at Old Trafford. <laughs> two poxy goals. In four years. Yeah. That's brilliant. But what happened on the plane? So we're coming back. At, I might just, a word of warning, if you are ever going or coming back from Manchester with little ones, uh, you know, if you've been to Old Trafford or whatever with the kids, do not bring them back on the 10pm Saturday evening flight from Manchester on a Ryan airplane. It is grim. Booze fueled, yeah, of and grim, of course it is, and full of Egypts. And the one Egypt who, literally, the second the plane touches down, stands up, undoes the belt, stands up. You're in row nine. Like it's not as if you're going to be waiting for an what, hour. Is he and taking half. stuff out of the overhead and everything? Trying to, and then starting a row with some fella beside him, and then some fella in the row behind stands up oh. and starts giving out to him, and then another fella has to grab the other guy, oh, no. and there's shouting, no. and there's like... That's not pleasant. I gotta, I gotta, I and were they all Man U fans? Was there no uniting Man, to be done? No, there was Ma- it was Man U and Liverpool fans oh. on the same, boozed up. <laughs> That's good. Fury, flame, fight. Oh. I don't know. It was just terrible. And, you know, there was two kids actually right behind me. Mm. Now, this was about four rows behind and it's just like, lads, come on. There are kids on this flight. It's awkward. And you flutes are standing up fighting. And yeah. Like, yeah. just idiots. Yeah. And the amount of people stumbling off the plane. At 10 o'clock in the evening. And, you know, know, one, know, know. two lads stumbled off the plane, walked about pff, four yards away from the wing and started to take pee on the runway. On the apron, you're joking. Two me. lads 
These are the kind of people that should not be allowed out of the country ever again. Passports should be barred from flying on airlines because you, my friend, are not a good example of Irish people. That's great. Just that's a a good weekend, and you only got one goal. Morning glory on Radio Nova. We search high, we search low, we travel to the four corners of the world and sometimes beyond to find Fact Up News. Boom. Strange booming noises are coming out of the sky around the world. Okay. Known as the Bama Boom. Not like Bama Boom. B A M A. The Bama. I don't think I don't know Bama that's Boom is probably it isn't either. Are you thinking of Bama Boom? Whatever. <laughs> I'm not French. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Neither is Bama Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it is Go It's on. a Renault ad I know Anyway So um, basically There's these booms Being heard from the sky uh, One was heard in Alabama uh, Others have been heard All the way from Colorado to Yorkshire 64 reported This year so far uh, Another one in Denver There the other day And basically experts Stumped No idea What these booms Coming from the sky are but Why have they called it A Bama boom Well I don't know but Is that ma- Alabama boom Possibly actually yeah Right Oh there you go um, So basically They've looked into it Loud booms heard We do not see anything Indicating large fire smoke Or radar Or anything on radar Or satellite Nothing on USGS Indicating an earthquake either According to the National Weather Service So people just Don't have a clue What these things are uh, suggestions have been made that they might be, um, you know, sonic booms. Yes. But with the sonic boom, you generally will get reports of seeing a plane, a plane or something like that. Right. Or um, exploding old military uh, weaponry and stuff like that. Okay. But there's no plumes of smoke or anything like that turning up on that the satellite imagery. So people are going, what the hell are these things? That is weird. Just big booms coming from the sky. Is it anything to do with North Korea? I don't know, possibly. Mm. Could be all the coming out of Trump. Could be. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of where my story is going. Oh. Not Trump, though. Okay. No. Uh, I'm heading to Edinburgh because producer Clint was in Edinburgh yesterday and he found this in a local newspaper. That's actually not a local newspaper at all. It's just the Scottish Sun. No. (laughs) Fair enough. George Street. Oh, yeah. In Edinburgh. Yeah. Now, you've been to... I've never been to Edinburgh. Good old street for nightclubs and all that sort of stuff. There's a nightclub on there called Why Not? Oh, yeah. Have you been there? I think I may have darkened its doorstep once or twice. Oh, gosh. Um, There's a lad in some amount of trouble because he decided, while mid-dance... Oh, gosh, I'm actually really bursting for the loo and decided to go on the dance floor. Not a number one. Oh. (laughs) Stun revelers were forced to evacuate the nightclub... After this Yob's sick prank, I'm quoting now. (laughs) One reveller tweeted, I can't believe we're getting evacuated from Why Not because someone decided to drop their pants and take a poo. Oh, that's gross. So gross. Uh, Somebody else said, There was a jobby on the floor and the club got evacuated. A jobby. A jobby. On the So Scottish, isn't it? The club oh. got evacuated because of a poo. Somebody is after taking a SH1T on the why not floor. This is the funniest slash best thing I've heard all year. What's wrong with people? But then to make things even worse, the Scottish Sun have put a little <laughs> a little <laughs> table together of dirty dancing songs. Oh, nice. All right. Hit me with them. Brown curl in the ring. As opposed to brown... Right, go on. I want to dance with some jobby. Uh. Band on the runs. 
Angels with dirty faces. <laughs> Skitter sweet uh, symphony. No. Okay, that's enough now. No, here's that's one more. Enough. Poops, I did it again. That is some highbrow paper, isn't it? That is. That is highbrow. Quality That's journalism. quality reporting right there. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. So, you know, Connor, we're in here on the air at six o'clock, Monday to Friday. And time is crucial in the morning time. Everything is like clockwork, right? Yeah. You know, from eating a bit of food to getting the dog out to, like, if, if she is longer than three minutes on the green, I'm like... Who, Man out. Let's go. Make and she make she, Frankie make. And she does it. Like no. she oh yeah yeah. Like she's like all right. Okay, we're in a hurry. Um, but I came back in this morning and I was getting a bit of breakfast on. And while I was waiting for that to sort, I was uh, putting on my boots, my Converse boots, which Eleanor had been messing with yesterday. And I had dragged her away from both of them within thirty seconds, thinking no way, long laces and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Know, uh, she had managed to unlace <laughs> the two boots. Within 30 seconds, you'd just reef the laces and the, everything had just come out. So I'm standing there this morning in the kitchen going, you little damn you. <laughs> when I get home, I will be really nice to you. Really nice. <laughs> Going to hug the bejesus out of you. So she had taken the laces out? Taken the, just pulled the laces so I had to lace them back up. The laces were still in, but uh, about, okay, you know, about yeah, four yeah, holes yeah, really. on each on each shoe had come out. Because I was thinking she would have tightened them up. Like really, really <laughs> yes. Do you remember when people in school used to get your tie and they'd like tie it, re- and that was it. You were done. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. If she had just taken the laces out, fair which, later. Yeah. yeah, but that's it. It's like one minute extra in the morning. Done for. You're done. Done for. Finito. Morning glory on Radio Nova. So as we approach Christmas, no doubt there could be little people in your world going, "Can we get a doggy for Christmas? Can we get a pussy cat for Christmas?" Uh, well, unless you want to really look after something forever, uh, say no. Because they're hard work. They can be full on. For example, I have a puppy who is now two, right, Connor? Yes. And in the last week or so, she has taken to taking all of my child's bibs. Yeah. This has only started, and I'm wondering, does anybody want a golden retriever? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Frankie. <laughs> Taking, taking the bibs off? No, no, maybe, no, no. When we would store them in the high chair, in the little basket under ah, the yes. high chair. Yeah. So when we go out and leave Frankie there, she yeah. wanders over. She takes the bibs out. And these are the plastic cheapo things. Oh, the plastic one? Not even the cotton ones? No, no, no. This is just the, the plasticky ones. Because, right. Which we put on whenever we're feeding Eleanor. But we scrub them with Milton afterwards. And, you know, we give them yeah. a bit of a clean or whatever. It's, it's not as if we leave all the crap on the bib yeah. and just put it That's there for the dog to go. Well, I'll obviously have it. She has taken, she has gone through, I would say, seven plastic Do, bibs. She, she shreds them, does she? Shreds them to pieces. Now, I'm wondering... Does Frankie want her teeth cleaned or something like that? No, Frankie's got the... We, funny the little dentist stick things we and all that. We were only looking at her teeth last night because I'm constantly cleaning her ears, cleaning her teeth <laughs> and keeping her she teeth... She is actually the cleanest dog in the world. Spotless. No, but spotless. I mean, is there something in her, in her mouth no, that she wants to... No, she just to wants to... Be, she's constantly messing with the child now, so she thinks everything is, you know, off limits. Maybe she thinks she's a child as well. And we're like, why, why, why don't I get a beep? But I'm wondering what's happened in the last week or so that she's decided I'm going to rip the crap out of these bibs. And then when you walk in the kitchen, she's cowering in the corner going, I know, I know, I know, I know. And you look at the floor and you go, Frankie! God's sake, dog. Come on, another... And you're sweeping up bits of plastic because you don't want Eleanor to find the bits of plastic and eat them, potentially. What about a little bit of aversion therapy? Put a bib on Frankie. Put one of those plastic bibs on Frankie. Somewhere that she can't get it. 
Like a cape. Like a cape or that kind of thing. Because, you know, like that might make her, make her like hate the bibs and then she won't go near the bibs. There is one theory that we haven't done and Frankie's terrified of loud noises. If oh. we were somehow wrapped a brick in the bibs uh, no. and dropped it beside her. <laughs> you can't do that. That would scare the bejays over and she'd never go near the bibs again. Don't scare the poor dog. She's scared of her bowl. She's scared of her bowl, her food bowl, because it fell one time. Uh, and now, like when she is an awful scaredy cat, isn't she? Oh, she's a sap. Yeah, a sap of the highest order. But I and love the bibs. Definitely some sort of aversion therapy. There. I don't know what's going stick, on. There. Stick a bib around her and right. then just see what happens. She'll be so annoyed by it. She'll be like, oh, "I hate these bibs." There's vets everywhere going, "Oh dear God!" Yeah, these two ages. <laughs> Colin, what do you think? Um, well, we've got a couple of dogs, and one particularly a spaniel, and she went through the stage of eating everything she could get. A, a, and the only thing we found that worked was because she's trying because we've got the smell of the child on it. Dog wants the smell of the child, yeah, irrespective of what she's doing to the the, the bibs. But the only thing that we found that worked was at one point she tried to eat the young lad's uh, wooden swing out the back garden. <laughs> the the swing, the swing, in the back garden, the swing set. Yeah, she's just tuning the car at the edges. Right. Okay. <laughs> And the only thing that we found that worked was to put some old English mustard on it. Oh, good idea, Colin. Old English mustard, like the Coleman's really hot stuff. Yeah, and it's the only thing that works. Right. I mean, good plan. I'm going to smother... Right, okay, right. Now, it's not cool or anything, right? The problem with this is that... If you put the old English mustard on a baby's bib, yeah. the baby then puts the hands in the mustard and the hands in the eyes and the hands in the mouth and well, then the baby goes nuts. You've got to clean the bib after you've had the baby use it. Yeah. Put the mustard on it so the dog stays away from it. <laughs> clean the clean bib again. before you put it back on the bib. Oh, man, that's, now, a, that's vicious. I think Jill has this on 087 Marty, man. why not just try putting the bibs in a different place? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where the dog can't get them. We didn't want to do that, Gil. <laughs> we just didn't want to do that. Morning Glory on Radio Nova. We've been having some fun the last couple of weeks with you two at the expense. Some fun at the expense. Or just with. I think that sounds possibly better. With you two. Um, they've got a brand new album out. You can win it this weekend here on Radio Nova, Songs of Experience. We had a little listening party a week and a half ago at this stage. We sent Amanda and her dad, Phil, off to Los Angeles to listen to the album again. And they got to hang out with you too. And we spoke with Amanda from Los Angeles during the week and you'd, you'd had a great night, hadn't you? Yeah, we did. We... Um Went to a secret location in Los Angeles. Can you tell and, us the name um, of the secret location now? It was called the Viola. The Viola. The Viola mm. Club in LA. Right. And we arrived in a big blacked out um, bus. And when we went in, they played the album and we had lovely food and drinks, cocktails. And then his their manager came out onto the stage and introduced them. And next minute, Edge and Bono came out and... There was about, I'd say about 60 people there. Okay, and nice. they were asking questions um, that had been asked by the fans. Okay. And uh, they were very funny as well. They were making jokes and talking about Ireland and people, Irish people. And it was very funny. And I didn't have a question. Oh, so but, but surely Dad did. What happened? 
No, we didn't get asked the question, you see. So oh. they were reading questions from an iPad oh. from the fans oh. in the audience. Right. They didn't actually interact. Oh, as much. okay, okay, like, okay. Like chit-chat, you know? Okay, So yeah. at the end of the questions, they said, um, is there anyone else that has a question? So I leapt up out of my chair. <laughs> Fair play. And I said, yeah. I said, I do. <laughs> And uh, the edge looked over and he said, where are you from? I said, well, I just want to say thank you so much for bringing us here. I said, um, and also, we are from Dublin. And the edge was saying, where in Dublin are you from? And my dad stood up and he said, we're from, like, he's from Fingless. And Bono stood up and pointed over and he went, you're from where? (laughs) He said, Fingless. (laughs) He went, Fingless. Yeah. And then my dad started talking about the late 70s when they were all kids and he used to go and see them perform and everything. And then he told them a story about how their generator broke down one one night and they had to get power from somewhere else. Well, hang on, your the dad was telling the boys the story. The power. Yeah. Oh, and my God, this must have gone on. Going, yeah, we remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was like everybody in the room is from America and other places, and they're just standing there in awe looking at us. And oh, like, what the hell is going on here? absolute superstars. <laughs> I love us. <it. laughs> I had to do it. Well, good on you, Amanda. I, I good was so on excited. you. It sounds like a proper yeah, little school reunion it. or something going on, which <laughs> reunited with old My friends. Was, and, and Bono was going, yeah, I've always got the power. And we were all laughing. And when we left... You and Bono, guys, huh? We had a group. Yeah, best of pals yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and did you get a photograph with the band and all that sort of stuff? Did you do a big group selfie? Yeah, the, um, yeah it was a massive group, group selfie. So they're going to send that to me by email in the next few days. Brilliant. When we left, there was there was a guy that was um, a lookalike of Bono. Yeah. And we were getting photographs of him, and he was mad. His name was John Bono. <laughs> Can, so I'm, I'm taking from all of this, you've had a great time so far. Oh, stuff. Yeah, it was great. Dream Fantastic. come true stuff. Oh, listen, we're, we're, we're so happy you. that you've had a great time. Did you mention to Bono and Edge that Nova sent you by any chance? Did you did you get a word <laughs> in for us? No. <laughs> Do you know what? No, but I have oh. had your sticker with me yeah. nearly in every yeah. photograph. Oh, well, that's all right, then, isn't it? How, how quickly you forget so your friends, Amanda? I'm nowhere FM everywhere, yeah. and I'm taking photos. So. <laughs> Everyone's like, is that the radio station you want from? Oh, I'm like, yeah, no, but they're great. Brilliant. Amanda, great to hear from you. Enjoy the rest of your time in Los Angeles. Safe home. Thank and you. Uh, I hope Dad is having a great time as well. Look after yourselves, all right? Oh, he is. Morning Glory. On Radio Nova. So we were talking during the week about Prince Harry getting engaged to Meghan Markle, who's an actress, right, Connor? Uh, she's in Suits. Yes, uh, which I've and never seen. Other things, very good actually. But and she's a very good actress in it. It got me thinking over the last sort of number of hours. What is that meeting like when you're Prince Harry? Yeah, and she's an actress from America, mm. and you're like going, "This is Granny." Uh, Hello, ma'am. ma'am. Can I like, call you that, please? What? What are you? What are you thinking? When you go, don't let the house put you down now or anything like that. It's it's sort of big and, you know, drafty and everything else. But it's, you know, it's here's the address. It's Buckingham Palace. What? what? Call Where? around there a little later on. We'll do afternoon tea with Granny. Yeah. I wonder what Harry calls Granny. Uh, Queenie? No. Granny. Nana. Na- maybe nan. Nana. Uh, would nan. You, would you say I'd say he's a Nan kind of guy. A Nan. Yeah. Like a garlic Nan or a... Uh, Peshwari now. Peshwari now. Yeah. Is that the, the one with the tomato? Uh, that's the one with the, the raisins and stuff in it, I think. <laughs> and almonds. Anyway, we're, 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 yeah, we're going off, track. Off, off kilter here. Do you remember 
um, ever meeting sort of, you know, uh, some along, and along, along sort of the way. I always, I'll never forget. I thought I was okay meeting these people, mm. but apparently, according to D, and this is quote unquote, arsehole. Well. And I'm sorry I, for using those words at 23 minutes past eight, but that was the description that I was told well, I Did was. you do a big family meeting? Yeah. The whole, yeah. The whole lot of them? Middle of summer, right? Okay. Um, and oh, were, let me set the scene. You okay. were, where, were you wearing your kind of combat shorts that you wear with the little, ta- the little toggles that fall down the side of each leg? No. Because you probably were wearing them no. and a pair of Converse. No. And some ill-fitting T-shirt. Because <laughs> it's the summer. <laughs> That's no, Marty Because it was the summer, I was wearing a long leather coat. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you walk in and the parents are there? The parents and all of the sisters. All of the sisters now, are bear there. Now bear in mind, there's five girls in there, right? So you're, you should be on absolute best behaviour. I was. First port of call yeah. should be dad. Because you're completely outnumbered on the other other side. No, first port of call, made that huge mistake, was the mum. Oh, yeah. Straight off to mum, little, you know, how you doing? Little kiss. Ah, no. Yeah, you don't do it. that straight away. Oh, don't you? Uh, hello, pleased to meet you. How are you? Oh, great. Thank you so much for uh, Big handshake from Brendan. That was grand. Yeah. Then, uh, Did so you go in for the kiss with Brendan as well? No, I didn't know. Right, okay. No, I avoided that one. He he went for it, but I was like, no, okay, yeah. back off, big boy. <laughs> and um, but then it was the the girls afterwards. It was sitting around talking to the girls, and okay. apparently I didn't take off my sunglasses once. Oh my <laughs> life! You utter tosser. <laughs> and I don't really remember this. I don't remember it. I sitting don't rem- around in the back room. No, the it was in, no, it was in the garden. You dope. It either way, in the house. Well, it wouldn't surprise me either way. <laughs> Notice how I went to Marty didn't take his sunglasses <laughs> off in the house first because that's just my impression. <laughs> so you're sitting out the back garden. Sunny's on. Yeah, in your dodgy shorts and your cans. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you didn't take the sunglasses off. No, I can. Ima- I can actually imagine you sitting there, legs crossed, in the in the deck chair, thinking about lying back. Uh, yeah, thinking, oh, it's a nice day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Co- them let them come to me. Uh, cup of tea there, <laughs> D wouldn't go straight. Come on out. There's nothing like that. Anyway, I mean, good impression. Yeah. Okay. Morning Glory on Radio Nova. Thank you for listening to the Radio Nova Morning Glory podcast. We're on the radio Monday to Friday for some reason between six and ten. They keep allowing us back. Well, Join us again here for another podcast, podcast. soon.